0: So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, DGW, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective.
3: there it is we are live coming at you live live alive kind of alive tired back home on the road still home lots of variations of where we're all at right now this is saturday july 30th coming to you from the helping friendly podcast from our various home studios across the eastern seaboard as well as across America, and we are here today, today, to talk with you about, from my perspective, a fascinating fish show from Raleigh, North Carolina, on July 29th, 2022. I am here, as always, with Megan, Jonathan, and RJ from the road. How are you guys doing here today?
4: Asleepy. A little
3: sleepy. bit sleepy. A little bit sleepy. Yeah. Meg,
5: how are I'm, you? I'm really sleepy. I had four hours of sleep last night, and that's the second time this week I've done that. So it's, um, <laughs> it's it's starting to feel real. But I've got two days now, the rest of today and tomorrow, where I don't have much planned. But I am just going to be thinking back on last night for a while. It was really tremendous.
3: I, I feel that. RJ, how are you feeling right now? You are still on the road. RJ is on the road so so much that he is he is not hearing us. So we we will we will we will hear a check in from RJ from the road. He's mid crossing the Bay Bridge, one of the Bay Bridges that takes you up the Eastern Seaboard to try to avoid traffic and get to Merryweather Post Pavilion on time. We are going to be joined here shortly, um, not immediately, but shortly by two incredible guests. Have Evan Han on as well as Alex May. Evan Han is a long-time listener, first-time caller. Maybe he's called before, but you know we're going to have him on to talk through this show together. Alex May will be joining us as well. Alex joined us earlier this summer. You may recall we had an incredible conversation with him about the summer 1992 tour where Fish played Horde, the Santana runs, as well as a couple sprinkled in solo Fish shows that he was. Lucky enough to see one of each, which is just such a cool, cool idea. Um, it's such a cool experience. But we're going to have them on to talk about Raleigh. Before I jump into a few of our business-related notes, what are you guys' like immediate thoughts about last night? Just give me like quick thoughts.
4: I, I got the space I was looking for. How about that?
3: You did. <laughs> Ooh, I love
5: that. I love you that. You did, man.
3: You did. How about you, Meg? What's your like? quick, brief thought?
5: Super creative, dancey, so many songs I wanted to hear. Just super fun.
3: Super, super fun. It was a uh, space you wanted to get, the flow. It was everything that we wanted um let's talk really quickly before we dive into this because there's a lot to get into in this show i mean for god's sakes they decided to jam out a song that everybody was convinced was a four-minute song forever what is fish going to jam out next i have some interesting thoughts that i was texting with friends during the show We'll, we'll all dive into that but before we do we do need to tell you all about our amazing sponsor passion house coffee Here at Osiris, we are powered by a few things. Music, of course. The music from last night is the kind of music that drives you through sleep, even in middle and potentially old age. I'm not going to get into name and names, but, you know, potentially old age. We're also powered by coffee. I'm drinking some Passion House coffee right now, specifically... Our own blend here at Osiris Media, the ocean of Osiris. Please visit passionhousecoffee.com to get some of this and other coffee today. You can use the code on your screen or if you're listening, Osiris, O-S-I-R-I-S for free shipping on every order. And not only are we sponsored by Passion House Coffee, not only, but we have a contest that is running all summer long. For each Fish show, we will be giving away bags of Ocean of Osiris coffee every single time Fish plays an ocean song. Every time you hear an ocean song, which there were a couple last night. Tag Osiris using the Twitter handle at OsirisPod as well as at Passion House Coffee both of them on Twitter and use the hashtag ocean of Osiris. I'll repeat that again for everyone listening, for everyone who's watching, you can see this on the screen at Osiris pod and at passion coffee, get tagged, use the hashtag ocean of Osiris. We will pick two winners at random each night. And because there were ocean songs last night, we have winners tonight. And those winners are Brandon Vasquez and David Miller. David Miller will be a guest on this show in the next couple of nights, which oh, wow. I'm really, really excited about next couple of mornings, whenever we do this show. I don't know. Um, but David's going to be joining us. Congratulations to both of you. You got bags of Passion House coffee coming your way. And remember, we still have a grand prize winner out there. Fish plays sea and sand. And you tag us in Passion House coffee. You have a chance to win a Zoom coffee hang with Mr. RJB and Mr. Tommy Boy Marshall. I also, also, well, I guess I'll ask you guys, did you have any passion house today? Did you have any coffee today?
4: I, yeah, I actually made some, uh, cold brew last week with some of my ocean of Osiris beans. I just finished a giant glass of it and it'll probably kick in right as right about when we're done. So if I seem more energetic (laughs) at the end of the show than I am here at the beginning, (sighs) you'll know why.
3: That's it. That's it. Um, we also want to tell you all about our contest and what we're doing in Atlantic City next weekend. Right this time next weekend, we will be in Atlantic City. First and foremost, if you haven't gotten your tickets for Fish at Atlantic City, you can get those at osirispod.com/ac. Best place to buy your tickets for Fish in Atlantic City. Go ahead and do that. But we are also we are giving away tickets. We have a contest that's running right. Now, here's what you need to do. We are giving away two three-day passes to fish in Atlantic City. We did this earlier this week. It was awesome. We gave away passes to people. It was so much fun to be able to do that. If you RSVP to both of our free events, I'm going to tell you about here in a second, in Atlantic City, and reply with a screenshot to it using the um, link OsirisPod.com slash live. You can buy your tickets there. Um If you go ahead and you do that, you will enter to win two three-day passes to fish in Atlantic City. Pretty amazing stuff. Fish on the beach. They're going to go back a little bit to the Midwest after this weekend, but then they're like, no, 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 we're not done with the East Coast. Got to go back. Got to throw down in Atlantic City before moving back to the Midwest once again. So again, RSVP for both events. Uh, Screenshot. Maybe remove your email from the screenshot just so that that's not in there, but Throw that up on Twitter, at Osiris Pod, and we will enter you to win those tickets. And what do we have going on in Atlantic City? Well, we have on Saturday at the Anchor Rock Club, a set with John Barber playing acoustic, John Barber of the Disco Biscuits, of course, as well as we'll have members of this team. Megan's going to be there. is going to be there. Um, I may be calling in from afar. Who knows? Like I'm out here in the mountains. I don't know if I can Ooh, We'll see. What? Listen, maybe, maybe, I don't, I don't want to think prom- there's
4: want to any direct it. line of communication between the mountains and the ocean. That's just not. I'm just going to put that,
3: a tin can and a string and just throw <laughs> it across go. the Great Plains. Um, but we will be hanging there on Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. August 6th and Sunday, August 7th. Same time, same place, the Anchor Rock Club for an auction that is benefiting the water wheel. We will be discussing fish with special guests, and we'll be auctioning off fish vinyl, posters, shirts, and other hard-to-find memorabilia. So join us for both these amazing events as you kick off and as you celebrate the AC weekend. We want to thank our sponsors at Tonewood Brewing. We'll have a ton of their amazing beers on tap. Again, as I noted in the, uh, uh, the in the AC ticket contest giveaway, buy your tickets at OsirisPod.com slash Live. And while we're on the topic of Osiris Live, we have a show coming up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on Thursday, August 11th, at the Cooperage. We'll be having a, a hang and a conversation with Riley Walker, and then we'll, he'll be playing a full show for us. Um, this event you can buy your tickets at OsirisPod.com/Milwaukee. This event is supported by 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. You can find it on the dial at 88.9 FM. Radio Milwaukee helps its listeners discover new music across genres through its two unique radio channels, 88.9 and HYFIN. 88.9 88.9 is an alternative station playing all kinds of music, and HyFin is the first, is one of the first urban alternative stations in the country focused on playing all types of black music. Throughout its 15 years on the air, radio Milwaukee stations have been the first in the country to play artists like Lizzo, Alabama Shakes, James Vincent McMorrow, Valerie June, and more. Both stations add just-released music every week, have a gender-balanced playlist, and amplify Milwaukee-based artists. You can listen online at radiomilwaukee.org or through the Radio Milwaukee mobile application. So check them out. Buy your tickets for that event before Alpine Valley at osirispod.com slash Milwaukee. And then finally, Osiris Live is coming to close out the summer tour at the Laramie Lounge, Wednesday, August 31st. You see him on the screen, Mr. Jonathan Hart, He may be as exhausted, but ready to roll. He's ahead of a four-day run there. We'll be interviewing Taper's Choice. You can get your tickets for that event at OsirisPod.com slash Denver. We just got word yesterday that Barack Obama approves of Taper's Choice and recommended out all of their shows from this last year, every single one. (laughs) No way. That's
4: a a summer live jam playlist that he he must have released. Yeah. While we were busy. (sighs) That's amazing.
3: (laughs) He was into it. He was into it. So those are all of our events we've got going up. One last thing to tell you guys about, I will be on uh Wook Plus's after fish after show tonight, live show. We love the dudes over at Wook Plus. They do an amazing job of recapping Fish right after the show happens. They do an amazing job of recapping Fish on Wednesdays via their show The Lot. You can watch both of those at Wook Plus as well as on YouTube. Uh, just search Wook Plus. Both of those Twitter YouTube options. What do you guys say? Should we bring our guests on and should we yeah. hang Let's get to out and talk about last night's show? Let's do this. Let's do gonna it. Bring Evan on. Evan, what's up, what's man? What's up, guys? How's it going, guys? Good. How are Pretty you, good.
2: dude? Great, man. Just, you know, enjoying this uh, nice, warm day here in uh, North Carolina, just just like it was yesterday. So, uh, I
5: love it. Oh, that was Different crazy. days,
3: same vibe. We're also going to yep. bring on uh, Mr. Alex May. Alex, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Hello. How are y'all doing?
3: Good, buddy. How are you? Great. Great
1: still trying to unpack from last night a lot happened
3: we're gonna all unpack with you we're right we're all trying to figure out what happened we're also going to bring on uh mr rjb we're hoping that we're able to to hear him on the road rj are you able to hear us bro
0: have you guys heard the phrase the agony and the ecstasy
3: yes (laughs) i was
0: i was on one side last night and and now i'm on the other side.
3: Have, i'm sorry you have didn't have like the show been, uh <laughs> but, <I> know, <laughs> it's drive,
0: but this traffic is awesome <laughs>
3: traffic is amazing we need we always need one contrarian on the show to be like was it that good and i don't mm-hmm. think rj is going to play that role because i think yeah, i got i saw the pictures so. rj looked like he had a really good time
5: i can um, confirm
3: that <laughs> um evan i want to ask you really quickly Was this your first show of summer tour? Have you seen shows before this summer tour, like before on this tour? Or do you have anything else planned? Where are you at in terms of your tour journey?
2: I went to Charleston. I don't know if you consider that summer tour, spring tour, whatever. But I was in Charleston in spring, yeah. Um, So go ahead. So, um, yeah, this is my only show on uh, on, uh, this tour, unfortunately. So I think I picked a good one, to say the least. Yeah.
3: it's interesting when they don't do Atlanta on a tour like Raleigh or Charlotte is like the furthest I mean obviously they did the south in the spring run so just a couple months ago but like if you're in that part of the country it's like that's the one show you get to go to and it's like is it going to be a standout show or am I just going to see like what is going to happen and last night I think you got pretty lucky um so I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on this. Alex, yeah. what uh, what was it like? Where are you at? Are you seeing m- multiple shows this tour? Or uh,
1: it? I now wish I was. I wish I was <laughs> stuck in traffic on my way to Meriwether. Uh, but yeah. no, this is my my one stop, and I couldn't ask for anything more.
3: Totally, totally. I hear that. Well, we're going to dive into it. And yeah, it's it's the funny thing of being like, it's nice to be able to get like a sleep in my own bed tonight, but I kind of wish I was in traffic With the ability to go to the next show. So I understand that. Um, Well, we want to jump into the show. We've got a lot to cover. You guys were all there. Every single person on the screen was there. I was not. My view is obviously tainted because I sat in a chair the entire night, watched on a television screen. You guys were in the rain. You guys were in the humidity. So I want to ask you all, starting with you, Evan, about the vibe of the show and the vibe of the show is sponsored by our friends at Section 119. They are the premier apparel brand where many fans shop to represent their favorite band in everyday life. They have sophisticated designs and epic quality Section 119 offers donut-inspired button-down shirts, board shorts, dry-fit polos, and hoodies, among many more awesome clothing types. You can use code SUMMER22 for a 20% discount on your next purchase. So with that in mind, Evan, what was the vibe for you going into your first show in a couple months and your only show this summer tour? Just
2: one more quick thing about Section 119 i like to say. I just got my... I'm, I'm getting married next August, and half of my, my wardrobe is... It's from Section 119. Oh, One Nineteen. Oh, that's
3: awesome. awesome! Yes, awesome. So. to the Shout nines. Section One Nineteen. Well done, you, man. Yeah, I, I, I
2: just gotta say they 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 uh, do do a great job. But anyway, um, I, love that. I would say the vibe of the show. I mean, it. I guess pre-show. So I went with my long-time tour buddy that we both live here in uh, the Brawley durham area. Also took my fiance, who not the biggest fan but this is, this was actually her 10th show so she slowly and slowly started starting to get more and more into it and i mean and 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 uh, she also took um her friend out that uh it was her first show and um like i said before you know the people watching i mean it never gets gets old especially for someone that's that's it's their first time on on lot or first ever time time going to it and um yeah i mean i would say pre show the lot was lively. It was extremely sticky. I mean, one thing about living in the South, you never really get used to 95 degrees and 90% humidity. And it was every sense of the word. It felt um, every bit of it. But just a super festive atmosphere. You could tell a lot of people and actually talk to um, a lot of people from the South. I mean, not just North Carolina, but South Carolina, Atlanta. They came to the show because it's the only show in the South this, this, this summer tour. Um. So I would just say lively, very. I mean, what this show isn't? But it just felt like a lot of people. Like, oh boy, this might be the only show I get to. This is this something that's the vibe that that I felt. Um. But starting about thirty or so minutes before the show, the clouds really started getting dark, and everyone's like, oh boy, what's what's going to happen? And you know, you start hearing some lightning, start seeing lightning. Like, oh boy, it's. This, this could be a Raleigh 97 all over again, you know? <laughs> um, and actually, believe it or not, it only rained for like five minutes during the show, which was pretty, I mean, it seemed like we got super lucky um, when it turned, when, it, when across, it came to that.
4: Too. It was it, like it, uh, one minute here, two minutes there, just yeah. enough to make you think, oh, I might cool down,
2: and then yeah.
5: It, Nope. I yeah, it was like if, fat drops would fall every once in a while. you would be like, "It's gonna yeah. rain." No,
2: nope. yeah. I think if the venue was a mile like in a certain direction, we would it would have been torrential downpour. But it was just <laughs> awesome, you know. Um, but I mean, kind of like we were saying before. I mean, in terms of the show in general, I mean, it was just all over the place in the best possible ways. I mean, it just—I I, my friend, uh, her name's Liliana. It was her first show, you know. Taylor Swift and Beyonce are like her thing, but she just didn't really know what to expect. And she's like, wow, this is absolutely all over the place. And that's and that's what it was. I mean, from the big black furry creature from Mars to waste. I mean, it's just like how different can things get in a matter of 20, 30 minutes, you know, so it's just awesome. Yeah.
3: So, I love it. I was yeah. speaking of the storm. Like we were watching it from home and the show started about five 30 our time. So it's like still sun is super high up in the sky. We're hanging out outside watching it on the porch. And, like two songs in my wife and I were like is it already dark there it's like it's only 70 it's it's only 7:30 in Raleigh what's going on and then you know we're like wondering like well it's so east in the eastern time zone so maybe it gets dark earlier and then like there was one shot where you could just see like these ominous clouds hanging yeah. out over the lawn um Alex this was your soul show Mm -hmm. of this tour uh, of this year. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. It's actually my first in three years. So when was your last show? Uh, Raleigh in 2019.
3: Wow. That is crazy. Wow, that is amazing. Tell me, um, tell me what the vibe was like for you. I mean, this is like the first time you're really getting this sense of what it was was definitely in a while.
1: Yeah, it was definitely hot, but the overall atmosphere was celebratory. Like everybody was there everybody was smiling. I kept like walking down parts of Shakespeare and running into people that I knew that I don't see in a while. So it was just a real celebration. Everybody was getting along and looking out for each other. Um, I sat with a mix of like people I've gone to shows with before and people who were at their first shows and everybody just was really elated and so excited to be there. So it was a lot of fun.
3: That sense of like, it's really interesting that you both have said this, like, It's a lot of people's only show of the tour and that can sometimes lead to a lot of pressure and a sense of like, almost like a, a tight show, not in like the best way, like a show that like, it feels like the band knows that they've got a lot of people there who are only seeing them once on a tour. Uh, A lot of like big songs that don't tend to go anywhere. Like last night felt the opposite of that. It felt very loose and it felt like the band played to the sense of like, Hey, I know you guys are all seeing the one show, this tour, but we're going to make it worth your while and everything kind of mixed and delivered. Um, Jonathan, this was your first show of tour. Is this your only show a tour? No, no, you're coming to Dick's. I know this. What yeah, you was your that. sensation coming to this show after not seeing them since Vegas?
4: Yeah, I was, I was excited and uh, rolled down with a couple of my, a few of my oldest friends. And we're, you know, we had a car full of dudes who'd known each other for a long time. Kevin power in the chat, uh, accurately describes the vibe was full face melt. I, I know mm-hmm. that's the show he had and uh, he wrote down mm-hmm. with us. Uh, that's a
3: dual meaning in North Carolina as well. We're just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like crazy. And it was a great uh, show. Yeah.
4: We, uh, we wisely stopped at a great food place just uh, east of town, little like new like food hall, beer place and cooled down, fueled up then rolled into the lot. And it was brutal hot, brutal yeah. hot. And The minute I entered the parking lot, my cell phone reception disappeared and, uh, and didn't return until I was up on the lawn and, uh, it was, but people were throwing down. There was good shakedown out there. It was a little hot to truck around in it, focused on the hydrating, um, changed my shirt before we went in so I could, you know, get another one completely wet and, um, yeah, we got up on the lawn. You could see the clouds. We were kind of hoping for a little rain. We were like, please let the rain kind of hold off until just after the sun goes down. So then it doesn't just immediately evaporate and turn into any more heat. Because I think the uh, the heat index was around 107 at the height before the sun started to drop. Oh, and my God. Brutal, no
5: wonder I felt like that.
4: Brutal hot. Uh, but we were all excited. And, uh, you know, went up high, kind of high up on Mike's side on the lawn. And so we could have a fairly unobstructed view of the band, even though we we're off center. And uh, it sound was good. Everybody was psyched. There was a bachelorette party I want to shout out, um, but I can't remember the name of the uh, bachelorette, uh, the the bride-to-be uh, right now. But they they rolled up right behind us on the lawn and they said, hey, tall guys, can we get in front of y'all? I'm like, well, are you here to party? They're like, yeah. So we let them in front of us, and they had a great time. They were, they were, so shout out to those ladies. They were having a great time. And, uh, and yeah, it was a good, it was a pretty good sound.
3: The Bachelorette bachelor party at a fish show. I, that's what my buddies did for me for my bachelor party 10 years ago. And it was, it's the best. It's You're mixing all these great things in one.
4: They had tank tops that said, and I'm going to get her name wrong, but I want to say it's like Leanne's last meat stick. And on the back, it had the stick <laughs> dance illustration on it. That is and, so good. Uh, they, they were amazing. Yeah. Were. That's so uh, good.
3: That's amazing. Super creative. Good um, <laughs> Megan, wrapping up this segment with you, you – so I've known for six months that you were going to these Raleigh shows. I think I didn't put it together in my head that you were just going to this show and then flying back home, that you were not doing Meriwether as well. So you flew down. You had a party bus. You did these shows. What was the vibe like for you going into this?
5: It's been a whirlwind, but in the best way. All of my college friends live in North Carolina. And so I flew down, spent the day with them. We went to like a really great brewery in Wake Forest. We did some like shopping. We hung out, sat in her patio and just told stories all afternoon. It was just the perfect way to spend the day. And then they they had orchestrated this huge party bus. There were 27 of us on this bus. And it was like a full southern just throw down on this bus. I mean, we had to turn around for a forgotten phone. We had a guy stop to get out and use the bathroom. We had two stops to pick people up. My pre-show anxiety was like through the roof. I texted Jonathan. I'm like, I'm just going to learn to surrender to the flow right now because this is fun and I'm just going to go with it. And honestly, it was so hot out. And so we were in the bus for a really long time, but we had the best time. We were playing 90s hip hop. People are into that. You're playing like... Far Side and Black Star and, like, Jurassic Five and De La Soul. We were just dancing our asses off in the air-conditioned bus. So it's not a bad way to spend a pre-show. And uh, we rolled in. Actually, by the time we got out of the bus and made it into the venue, got a drink, and the show started right when we got to our seats. And we were at the very back of the pavilion, like one of the last rows, um, kind of dead on. We were, like, 10 or 15 rows behind the tapers. So the sound was just was killer and yeah I was I had to like debut a new hairdo because it was so hot I was like what the hell do I do with my hair when it's this hot so it was just like I did this like teenager vibe thing I was just I I really was I've never sweat like that and I lived in North Carolina (laughs) for three years like I have no excuse I should know this I've been to Walnut Creek but it just I guess I haven't been in a while and it really was fucking hot you know I was (laughs) really really hot but um, i still dance the
3: whole set. in that climate right it really is <laughs> it's just, it was just so dripping. hot I used yeah. to live in Maryland. And I remember thinking my first summer in Maryland, like, I can't believe that there are states south of me and it's as hot as it is in <laughs> yeah. Maryland. I was like, what in the <laughs> hell is going? Like, this is as What's hot as below? I've ever experienced. Like, how, how do people live south of here? Um,
5: <laughs> they just live in air conditioning. They don't dance outside yeah. to music for hours. <laughs> exactly. idiots, you know. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Um, well, thank you all for setting the table here. Let's jump into the music. Everyone had kind of a similar but different experience last night. And that's really cool. Like, it seems like everyone got into the show Feeling really good Friday night in the South. Um, set one, the band comes out and they appropriately drench us in funk and then chugal with Moma Dance and Possum. Fairly standard opener, but like, come on, it's like you're just grooving at that point in time. Like you can't complain. They go into Steam because of course it's steamy, which then goes into the steamy stash, which then goes back into steamy stashy steam, then goes into Funky Bitch. Probably, you know, we got like bachelorette parties on the lawn, we got Megan debuting in oh, Harry's like we're, we're just <laughs> I mean everyone's groove oh, him.
5: the whole aisle at that point. I just have to tell you, everyone had left <laughs> my aisle and I was just like I, I mean, I was throwing moment. down. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Go ahead.
3: The wedge, horn, and then that went into one of the most shocking moments of a tour that has shocking song placements and song jams with a 21-minute version of Rise Come Together, which then ended the set. Um, Alex, starting with you, what was your highlight of this overall set, and what were kind of what was your impression of it all?
1: So I'm going to give you a baseball metaphor. I felt like yes. the start of yes. the start of Steam. We had. I'm sorry, I'm not a sports person, but
3: just just roll with this. I'm I'm all about the baseball metaphors. Here.
1: We had a runner on second at the start of Steam, and it was like that move. Do you steal third? Do you steal third? And you could see Trey's face up on the jumbotron. He's like, I think I can get to stash. And all of a sudden, he went to stash, and it was like he stole third base. That shit was unreal. Um, <laughs> But the highlight for me obviously was the rise come together. Uh it was just phenomenal. It got dark, it got dirty, it kept going and expanding. Um I felt like at one point Trey was trying to like hit a peak and Paige was like, "Nope, we're staying with this." Um and I don't know if you could see the lights at home Brian, the lights were fantastic. We had like spaceships taking off. I felt like there were hidden messages at times in the lights. Uh it was just amazing, amazing.
3: Yeah, it's that jam and i'm I'm guessing we're going to talk about a lot here um that jam was full intra-band communication there was a lot of i don't want to say there was any sort of hesitation but there was definitely moments where like it felt like it could end and another member was like no i've got this idea and then they just followed that and that took them for three or four minutes and then they followed another one and like it was it was mesmerizing to see from afar evan what was your big highlight was it I'm guessing we're all going to have the rise as our big highlight here, but what, what were your thoughts on it?
2: Absolutely amazing. It just felt like they went off and they tried going in so many different directions in, in a 20 minutes. And it's just, that's just the thing that I love about fish is like, where's the jam going to go here? And then Trey just slams into another gear for a minute and a half, two minutes. It's like, where are we going right now? Which is awesome. But honestly, though, as great as that was for me, I just loved all the seeds. I mean, the steam and the stash it's just i it literally made the hair on my back go up like in this that sound even though it's only 10 seconds total maybe i don't know exactly it's just there's something about that like that's the sound of fish and when it goes when it just seeks together so perfectly and it just makes it feel right i don't know that's to me personally that is peak fish that's like why i love like those little moments so that was those are big moments to me yeah
3: it's one of those funny segues that like, it could have been really forced and not come across well on tape. But yeah. I listened back to it. Like even in the moment I was like, do I hear stash? Yeah. And like, you know, I was like talking, cause I, I have a text story with buddies. And one of the things we asked was what is the song that nobody anticipates? That's going to go 13 minutes, this set. And someone said stash and it was during steam. And I was like, well, it could be steam this jammed, you know, to, uh, uh back in the fall tour. Mm-hmm. And then of course they go into stash and then back into steam. And then the unexpected highlight is rise come together. But it was, I was listening back to it and he finds stash and then takes like just enough time to tiptoe into there and then commits. And then when it's time for stash to take off, finds steam and tiptoes. It was just, it was breathtaking to listen to yeah. um, Jonathan. You are a stash fiend. Was, was that your moment was rise? What, what was, what was the big moment for you?
4: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I was excited from the beginning. Um, I, the first couple songs were a good table setter, like really good table setter, a lot of dancing. Steam came. I have, like, one of my friends is not too into Steam. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it, and I thought it, I was enjoying it. I, I knew there was a good potential for at least some kind of jam, but that transition into Stash, wow. Uh, and then... Without really finishing stash, they flow right back, like just just hinting at Manteca, but no, that's just that's actually just steam, and you know and the tray changes the tenation goes right into the proper steam return, and that was that was amazing. But yeah, obviously, rise come together is my big highlight for the show. Um, it had been brutally hot. We had had you know the clouds were building. Maybe one brief, like, sprinkle on us up on the lawn already at this point. And, you know, where I was on Mike's side, I could turn to the left and see what was probably more page-sided, but well beyond the the, the hill, the storm, really building. And yep. early and rise come together during, like, the first verse. Big old That's lightning. Rain. And, then, and then on the first chorus, rain came down right yep. as, you know, right as rise up and the freaking rain came for a second and it got a huge cry from the audience i don't know if trey just thought that we were digging the song but we were thanking the rain um Mm. (laughs) but the lightning kept building and i don't know if they could see it but i have to imagine standing on the stage with trey with his thousand yard stare looking out at the um at beyond the audience probably could see lightning it was definitely straight ahead of him and yeah. uh if he did i i imagined in the t- in the moment that he did and i felt like that they were racing the storm they are like if we're gonna get this set's gonna get called for storm we're gonna jam the shit out of this until they flag us down <laughs> and that's what they did except they didn't get flagged down uh I, I don't know who listened to the Wook Plus episode where they had Bobby's manager on. He talked actually a good bit about like weather delays for outdoor shows and stuff. And they're they have every venue's got its own rules. And the different jurisdictions and things uh, have their own rules about it. But it's often some combination of lightning strikes within a certain range. If there, if it does within a certain range, uh, radius of the venue they they have to call the show for like 30 minutes or something until no more lightning strikes in that range. Well, I don't know what the range is for Raleigh, but that storm was pretty close and it looked like it kept getting closer. So I was like, you know what? They're going to jam this out. They'll take set break, the storm will move on and we'll be good. And that's basically what happened. They didn't get they but they went huge. The jam was intense. Multiple areas of improv everybody was getting down uh i i was blown away and then they reprised the song and ended it nicely what it actually kind of a short set on paper like if you look at the timings but it didn't feel super short and it was a good time to stop let the storm pass and uh and get down with set two
3: it's really helpful context for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, like I, everyone I was texting with who was watching from afar was like, wow, that was a short set, even after a 21 minute jam to close it out. But that makes a ton of sense. Also, I was, uh, my, my when they started playing Rise, my wife's immediate thought was like, this is kind of weird in the middle of the first set, isn't it? Like, this usually isn't played here. And I kind of expected it was going to be a five minute Rise and they'd play three songs and close out the set type of thing. We'd have a pretty standard set. Um, the other thought is like, you know, they did this with Sample. They've done it a couple of times, but they did this at uh, Bethel where they play Sample. They get far away from Sample and kind of at the point where it's like, OK, we're going to peak this and we can either keep going or we can re- figure out a way to return to Sample. They do that about 13 minutes. And there was a moment where the jam peaks and rise. I looked at the set time. It was about 13 minutes in the jam. And I was like, OK, this is the time to bring it back home. We did a cool little jam off of Rise. Fun. Ha ha ha. But instead, Paige moves the synths and I think he also was like – he was playing the clav and the synth that sounded like at the same time. So there's this like funky bit but like some noise, some space underneath and Fishman immediately caught on to it and Trey was like, cool, we're just going to keep going. And it was that like post-peak style jamming that always gets super interesting and I wonder if to your point, Jonathan, that was them like – anticipating a flagging down and instead being like, all right, let's just play for another seven minutes and see what's happening here.
4: Um, yeah, Like I, I can't know how oblivious they are or not to that. I just, right. you know, most things I know they can't see, but lightning is pretty bright. So maybe.
3: Well, and it's a tall roof. It looks like compared to like Meriwether tonight is going to have that like slanted roof where they have like a little bit of a sight line out to the lawn. It looks from, at least from the webcast that they have a pretty good view of the sky. Um, Megan, how about you? What was, what was your big highlight from the, from the set?
5: Yeah. Just thinking about what you were talking about all of you, I think that there's were a lot of moments in this show, especially in the second set where jams could have ended and they allowed them to just breathe and sit in like ambient or dissonant sounds and kind of let the next thing come in a way that really stood out to me. And I think that started and that rise come together Anytime they play MoMA dance and funky bitch in a set is probably going to be a set that I'm really happy with. And all day I was calling sneaking Sally. And so when I heard those two in the first set, I was like, it's coming. And it. you know, I just it. think anytime I get to hear two riff songs back to back, like this is a great, great set for me. Yes. I loved it. You know, the the steam stash sandwich, there's a lot to love in this first set, especially listening back. I'm like, there's actually more than just the rise come together, but yeah, that jam was gorgeous, beautiful peaks, and it ended like, it didn't feel short at all, and for me, it was really different, because I was in the back of the path, and I couldn't see the lightning at all, so I felt like a couple drops. Yeah, I never saw any of that until sub-break when I was hanging out with Jonathan on the lawn, which we'll talk about in a minute, but yeah. it was, yeah, it was it was totally different experience. I just felt a couple of raindrops, but otherwise, I never saw any of the lightning, so...
3: R.J., are, are you able to hear us and are you able to share with us your highlight from the first set?
0: Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they um, I got to take my friend Jim, who's one of my best friends, um, but it, it was his third, Fish show. And um, I got to see it through the eyes of someone who doesn't really know what to expect at shows. And one time, you know, it, there was two moments in the first set where I told him, like, this has never happened before. You know, like like the stash yeah. and out of steam. And then, there, like you could hear, like whenever that was, three minutes into Rise come together, when Trey just hit that chord, that was like it was taking off. And so it was really fun to be able to tell him, like you're seeing things that are haven't happened before, probably won't again. Um, so that's just a cool. I mean, it's just why we keep going back, you know.
3: Totally. Right. I love that. Yeah, it was cool to yeah. talk
0: with Jim about that on the
4: uh, at set break. Um, he was he was pretty excited about it and having a really good time.
3: I was thinking a lot because like the reactions I was getting via text when they started jamming Rise Come Together were more like, oh my God, I can't believe this is like, it was almost like laughing at the fact that they were jamming this song because there's been so many yeah, unexpected like jam vehicles. <laughs> right. Yeah, but exactly. I was exactly.
5: Another dad rock song we got to like, great. Well,
3: I want to be totally honest. Like it is not my favorite of the newer songs. And of course, now that there's a jam attached to it, like I had to like think about it in a totally different way. And I was thinking about like, We'll get to this in the second set, but like Rise, Ruby Waves, Soul Planet, uh, Everything's Right. These these songs, they're such short songs and they're such like symbolic statements that Trey seems to be making about his worldview. And they they affect a fish show in a totally different way than like the composed songs did uh twenty, thirty years ago, or even like eerie, weird songs like Ghost and Carini did. Like they allow him to like say this message, get it out in three minutes and then explore musical soundscapes that add to the meaning of the songs, um, which like for me, I was just sitting there being like, OK, I think. Of course, now I like this song more than I did, you know, 21 <laughs> minutes ago, but like it's also like it suddenly has more significance. But um, as as everyone noted, we are. We so, are Brian, if they in, jam my yeah.
5: soul, are you going to like it then? <laughs>
3: a hundred and fifty percent. That dick's yes. My
4: soul okay. is going to be so
3: good.
5: <laughs> so good. I hope it goes like 25 minutes. <laughs> well,
3: I'll have that realization of like, Oh, of course. Like my, it well, is my it soul here, in musical it form. Okay. Exactly. It's going into this area. Like this is my, 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 my soul. I get it now. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk set break because the rains open up. You guys all got a chance to connect. Um, our set break sponsor As always, our wonderful sponsor here at HF Pod is Sunset Lake CBD. Megan, do you want to tell us about Sunset Lake CBD?
5: Absolutely. Sunset Lake CBD's line of smokable hemp products are for the old deadhead or for the young fish fan. Anybody searching for a mellow body high, which is definitely what I need today after this week of three shows. I need some mellow everything. Um, smoking CBD has all the benefits of high THC cannabis, but there's no paranoid and anxious side effects. They have nine different strains from this year's harvest. So there's something for everyone. The Hawaiian haze is is great for an outdoor show and cherry abacus is best for the end of the night. Had some of that last night after I got home on the party bus, danced for hours again to hip hop, and then got home and had some cherry abacus. I could relax. I should have used some of the salve that Jonathan's holding up because that would have been really good. On my knees. Maybe I'll use that. I left it here in Brooklyn, so maybe I'll use some tonight. My knees were like completely swollen when I got home. I just, too much dancing, too much fun. So, um, Sunset Lake also has a farm to table approach that gets you really great pricing because they're going to ship their products directly from their farm to your door. So, check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com. You can use the coupon code HFPOD and you're going to get 20% off all your products. Sunset Lake CBD is farmer owned and Vermont grown.
3: And as it is farmer owned and Vermont grown, it also, that is one true statement. It also leads us in to our segment where we talk about set break. This is another true statement. Um, Alex, <laughs> what was your set break vibe last night? What, what happened to you during set break?
1: So I normally do have a set break routine, which I didn't follow much to <laughs> what I normally better like. Better to for the show. Yeah. Make a beeline for the bathroom, grab some water, go back catch up with friends people watch um wound up having to help my friend kind of calm down a little bit after that rise come together uh which is happy to do that um but then got stuck in the long line at the men's room it's like there was a line outside there was a line inside everybody was taking these like record shattering peas it's just like i've been standing behind you for five minutes what's going on and then it was your turn and it took five minutes so uh we went back and had a good time, but yeah, that's part of the. It's part of the vibe too, though. It's just the hot, sweaty men's room and
4: healthy
3: hydration. Is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not- impressed. Uh, I didn't
5: I mean, even go outside. for the whole show. I'm so oh, wow. dehydrated. It was yeah. not. But it was not good. No, I think I sweated it all out. So gross. Yeah,
3: that's it. <laughs> You like going into one of those bathrooms and you're like I'm going to pass out and then you walk out into like 95 degrees of humidity and you're like this is so refreshing. What in the world is that? <laughs> <Yeah. like?" laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs>
3: Evan, how about you? What uh what was set break like for you?
2: Pretty standard set break. Uh actually I I made a beeline straight to the bathroom cuz uh yeah, I I drank about 3 liquid deaths during the, the uh, first uh, set which Weirdest branding ever. I'm sure they're 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 great, but I. Anyways, so I made a <laughs> beeline straight. They they actually had porta potties like next to the bathrooms, and that and that line wasn't much longer. And of course, you know porta potty at set break. Uh, <sighs> yeah, not exactly the best thing. Not for way. the faint
5: of heart. Yeah, not just for the faint of heart. Walk in and it's dark, and
3: you're like, what is going on in here? Just do what you need to do and get out.
2: Right. Yeah. Get in. Think about it. Get in. Get out. And just like you said, you know, you step outside, like, oh my god, I'm like in a cooler now. It's only 95 out here now, you know. Because I mean, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, pretty standard. I, I caught up with with uh with uh, one of my friends, and you know, had had some difficulty finding my uh, crew again. It's you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. And but but made it back just in time for um for uh, for the first song. Yeah, so awesome,
3: or, yeah. awesome. Yep. Making it back in time is key, especially Great like that long where you're like, I knew we were over here, but now I'm lost. Right. Uh, like. There's just people everywhere. Exactly. Yep. Jonathan, Megan, RJ, I think you guys all had a chance to connect during set break. Tell me about that.
4: Well, I'll tell you, my set break routine sometimes includes running to the bathroom, but not usually because it's the lines, the aforementioned lines. So typically I like to stay put. And because I was the one on the lawn and they were not, I stayed put, told them where I was. And before long, Megan walked up and soon after RJ walked up and we had a good little hang.
3: Love it. Love it. That's amazing.
5: It was great. I was down in, um, in the pavilion and my friend and I were like, okay, we've got to go find Jonathan and RJ. We were like on a mission kept you know reading the text three times to make sure I understood the <laughs> coordinates yeah. and before we're heading up there I look over at my friend and I'm like oh my god I'm so hot and she's like whoa look at you and I was wearing like a bodysuit that was like a light color and it was just like sweat marks like all over it I was like I have to go meet Jonathan like this is horrible like I am covered in sweat marks I was embarrassed so I was just hoping oh, that nobody shirt would notice
4: I was so through don't worry <laughs>
5: We were all just so disgusting. We were glowing. If you had somehow we were arrived glowing.
4: dry. You were wet by the time we got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Transfer. It was, so was bad. Brutal. Um I blame the rain.
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, Me too. Yeah. that point.
5: But it was really it was so fun and it was just great to to be together and we were really missing you, Brian.
3: Likewise, I was uh what was I doing at Seprick? I think I was Taking I was show. I was on bedtime duty and uh getting getting the kids flushed and brushed and ready to go to bed Um, I'm curious like how many people ran to the bathroom when rise came come together started and then walked out and were like wait what's happening right now and thought they were getting ahead of things and then you know hung out through a 20 minute jam and then hung out through set break Um, RJ if you're able to hear us if you did it yeah you come right on you hear the jam Um, RJ if you're able to hear us did you have a a, a good successful set break
0: (laughs) Yeah, I actually I was telling you about my friend Jim and I he was like you're the boss you just tell me what to do and I was like all right here's what we're gonna do this jam's gonna end in two minutes so right now we're gonna leave we're gonna go use the bathroom we're gonna get a drink we're gonna share some chicken tenders and then we're gonna go to the lawn to meet meet our friends and he was like all right and then we did all that stuff and so we did that all without any crowds whatsoever and then went up and hung out with Jonathan and Megan.
3: Great. See, this is this is why I love to see shows with RJ. There's a plan in place, but there's always yeah. fun involved at the same time. Chicken tenders without a line, that is a t- – because now you're good for the rest of the show. You don't have to worry about anything. Good. Yeah, good I should move. have
5: done something like that. I was just so, like, worried about getting to Jonathan that I was like, I can't do anything else. So I really wanted to see you, Jonathan.
3: Oh, love it. I love it. We are, we are good friends here at the, at HF pod. That is where the friendly part comes in. It's not from a fish song. It's we actually like each other. This is important. Um, well, thank you once again to section one night or excuse me, to sunset Lake CBD for sponsoring our set break segment. We are going to move into set two here, which is a set two. Uh, we open with the punk rock version of big black furry creature from Mars, Carini into waste into Ruby waves into beneath a sea of stars into Piper, into Light, into Shine-A-Light, and then our encore was the four-song Strange Design, Heavy Things, Sneak and Sally Through the Alley, as Megan called, and Wilson. Um, Alex, starting with you, because I know that you were on a uh, a, sh- a short time clock here. What was your big highlight of the second set slash encore?
1: I, I, I don't have one. I mean, Megan, That's you talked about of. It- you talk a lot about flow to me like they quickly found this balance of like light and dark and you were constantly being pulled in different directions and the jams were never the same but they were able to kind of get back to this primordial like spaceship floating i don't know how to describe it um the big black furry punk rock was great possibly the carini is the jam but when they started ruby waves i had this feeling like okay this is gonna be like a six minute Ruby waves and we'll move on to the next idea. But then they went right back out there. Uh, and it just kept going. Jonathan, the waste was wonderful. It was so beautiful. Just page sounded amazing. Trey was tearing it up. If you make me pick maybe the green, but like the whole thing just had such Epic flow. It was so good.
3: I love that. I love that. Yeah. The flow was, was alive in that second set um evan how about you what was did you have a, a big highlight or, did, or were you kind of on the same page there was a the whole thing
2: it, 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 it's so hard to pick one one certain thing i mean i loved uh i really liked the piper like the end of it i mean it was what maybe 11 minutes or so but it just it, yeah. just, it was short it, you know not not, not sure but you know it was just one of those nice like micro jams that were that that i was really good I guess on a personal note, you know, uh, like I said, my my fiance she she's not the biggest fish fan, but it, it was her tenth show. Her two favorite songs are Carini and "Waste." So just wow, those, that's get, cool. Getting those back to back. I mean, that was like you know that's all she could ask for, and it was it was great. And um, so um, yeah, it's great. And I've never seen a big black furry creature from Mars, and it was just awesome. Kind of like you were saying earlier about. I don't know if the band can see the lightning. I think they one hundred percent saw the lightning, um, um, especially I bet they Trey. did set break. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've seen. There's a video on Twitter that someone took. a It was during Karini, and it was the lightning. Like it was yep. paid. Right. Like like by that time, it was paid side, and it was just going off. And it, you know, it, it's just you know, it's, it's funny. People were joking like, "Oh man." Uh, ck5 is a, a rig man it's got some crazy updates going now man you know so i i mean yeah. i i really loved it all there really honestly wasn't a specific thing um it just it, it just it flowed so well and you know parts got so dark and so spacey and it was just like spaceships blasting off man so that's all i can going ask for
4: that video could like... have been taken from my spot i was Watching the lightning all night, uh, all night. Most of the that the night, it you know again, yeah, it was over page side, and then it just kind of moved, and it was went off behind the pavilion, behind the amphitheater in the distance. But it was around till probably show time end show.
3: Hmm. It's great. Yeah. So I feel like to both your points, because when I think about this set, I think that this set is going to be very different from say like Jones Beach night one or bangers second set where you have these like very clear, distinct highlights that we'll go back to Hartford, even in this sort of regard where you have like the wave of hope song. I heard the ocean sing um, uh, blaze on segment. Banger of course has the 30 minute disease. Jones beach has that big waves or the leaves. Excuse me. Um, sounded like a waves jam, but you know, like most of the same letters, most of the same, they're all right there. Um, Like those sets, to me, I go back to them and I'm like, that is the moment I want to listen to. Last night was more in line with me, for me, with like how the Great Woods second sets were, how some of the Man's second sets were, how most of Bethel was, where I'm just going to press play and I'm not going to skip a song because even when they decided, hey, we're going to take it down with waste or we're going to play some. like i really love beneath the sea of stars but like something super mellow it works in conjunction and is like this puzzle piece with the larger set um jonathan i i texted you in the larger group we we had talked maybe a week ago about wishlist items revolving around fish somehow incorporating dark star to me that Ruby waves goes into like as close to a drum space, like midi segment as I've heard. And then oh they God. fade into beneath the sea of stars and I was like, This is this is it right here. What what was it for you? Was there a big highlight or was it the whole thing?
4: That that's my highlight. But yeah. I will I will start by saying the loudest noise I made all night and the loudest noise I've made since I was in Las Vegas was the first chord of Big Black furry creature from Mars. I was like, "Yes!" Ah, you know, just I, I, I scared the entire bachelorette party. Um, <laughs> but and and then the way they sang that with like more Ramones-ish than yeah. than it was so ever good. that I can ever recall. And I've heard some weird ones, uh, but this this one was distinct and beautiful. Actually, it was really cool. I like that. I like that arrangement, that vocal arrangement. So, um, killer start. First time it's ever started a second set that we know of. Um, and then Carini's great. Had that, uh, Shermuth pointed out, RJ pointed it out in our text thread too, uh, that the jam in that got very much like Sigma Oasis, but they didn't go there. They just toyed with it and moved on. I thought that was good and smart. And then, um yeah landed a waste that was nice but Ruby waves is spacey as hell yeah. it I was it was bonkers so this is when I this was my pee break actually I started Ruby waves and I was like we're probably gonna get a jam but I'm going to the can and I was like Zoo. and uh, and by the time the jam was starting I was walking out back to the at the bottom of the lawn and walking out to go find her spot and I was like holy cow here we go um, yeah, and, and it was it was just crazy weird. Trey was playing tones that I can't recall hearing from him in yeah. ages. Like he, he he had his synth dialed in in just such a way. It reminded me of MIDI guitar. Um, yeah, and just crazy noises. Did you were watching from home, and I was pretty far back. Did Mike use the dr- the drill at the end of that? Because there was just some. Weird yeah, he was using the drill. That I thought they... was the drill. But it sounded there was a moment
3: usually. where they showed the stage and like Paige, Trey and Fish were all playing and all like hyper connected and Mike was fiddling with something and I was like I think he's getting the drill. It sounds like that point. And then they moved the camera back and you just heard the high pitched whir and and it was okay. it's cool how that has become incorporated in jams. You know, almost ten years since yeah, Wingsuit was written, but like that was Mercury. or Wingsuit, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah, like here we go. We're going to throw this in here. There was another point this summer where that happened. Um, Meg, how about you? Where are you on the same page where like the whole set, but like these little segments, like where, where were you at in terms of your overall highlights?
5: Well, the biggest highlight for me was that RJ and his friend Jim came down to our section and we got to hang out together and I cannot articulate how much fun I had dancing with RJ it was, <laughs> I just, I can't even talk about it. I just can't wait to do it again. It was really, made the whole entire set just incredibly special. So when they started that set with Big Black Furry Creature from Mars, my last one was in Red Rocks 96. I just wow. looked at him and I was like, oh my wow. God, like it is fucking on tonight. Nice. And we just threw down so hard the whole set. Um, I really have three highlights that are like practically the whole set, but the whole segment of Ruby Waves, Sea of Stars, and Piper was just an incredible section of music. Oh, I mean, it, none of it should so be missed.
4: Static when they laid it Sea of Stars.
5: It was so beautiful. And I don't know if it was just because I was like blissed out and hanging with RJ, but that song just hit me so hard last night. And this Piper with the like big black fur creature from Mars quotes over the end. It was so evil and dark. You listen to that, you cannot believe it's only eleven minutes. That Piper, there were so many songs like that in the set that I was like, "How is this only eight minutes?" There's like a million ideas. It was just brimming with creativity. This whole set was, and "Shine a Light" is one of my absolute all-time favorite songs ever. And I haven't heard it in a while. And to have that moment with RJ, we were just we were just loving it. So it was the whole set was fantastic, and the "Sneak and Sally" was that's just that's my jam.
3: RJ sent a picture to our group chat of you guys hanging out, and you were just a blur of dance of dancing. Which I was like, "That is that is as appropriate as it gets, right there." Um, yeah, it, yeah. Go ahead, Evan.
2: I um, I, after the show, I was just talking to my tour buddy about this, and it's just last night's show was a prime example of it. At least for me, I would rather have an entire show of just really good jams that go all sorts of different ways. Than one show that has like one 25 or 35 minute jam that's just like yeah. completely bash you off. Where last Same. night's show was just like an entire, just like just, a, I mean, I mean, it's the whole second set was it was just a ride, and that's what fish yeah. is to me. So, yeah.
3: I feel like last night, you know, there's just been this back and forth conversation of like, where how, how do we look at this tour? Because 2021 was so so strong, and it's really hard sometimes the year after to be like, we're we're in a strong tour. We're in a strong year because you're, 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 it's wrong to do this. I'm just going to put that out there. But like the, the immediate intention is to uh, compare it to the year before. Whereas like if this year happened in 2021, would people be praising it the same way that they were 2021? I would think so. Yes. To me last night really solidifies how good of a tour this is to your exact point there, Evan, like, you can't point to one moment last night and taken on its own. Maybe aside from the rise, I don't think that there would be like one singular jam that people would point to and be like, that was an extreme highlight, but the whole second set strings together as almost one jam segment. And it's like one musical conversation that's evolving and bobbing and weaving. It feels a part of itself to me thinking about last night's show, I think that like last night solidifies how good of a tour this is because sometimes their approach last night doesn't totally work. And it did fully Jonathan. I know you had some additional thoughts about the show. What, what, what do you, what do you want to say or about the set?
4: Yeah. I mean, sea of stars is I we've, you, you mentioned this, that we talked about it recently and I I've been wanting them to kind of, well, I just wanted to hear sea of stars. I, it occupies a certain space that they don't, yeah always get to they don't often get to uh, particularly without this song and I feel like just as you were saying that pairing out of Ruby Waves was just an extended space Um, little break for melody and some words and then back to space the uh, Piper built not slowly but not fast uh, no, I was
5: thinking that too. It's like a little was, bit of a. It was almost a slow build. It's as
4: close as you get sh- get these days.
2: Yeah, it was about a minute. It was about a minute and eight seconds. I timed it this this uh-huh. morning when I when I was <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. because, because 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 I felt the same. I was like mm-hmm. you know, in the moment it feels never gonna,
4: like a good it slowdown or it you know feels like they're not rushing. But then you get home and yeah, it's a minute. Yeah, but but even the the. Big slow builds were rarely very many minutes. So, and as I said, mm-hmm. this is about as slow as you're gonna these days. But I wanted to call out like some of the jamming at the end. There was like a Trey was messing with Odd Couple theme a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was pretty rad. And and then I liked the light shine a light setup. I had light always like. Always has good jam potential. This one didn't really mm-hmm. go there, but uh, it felt really strong. And Shine a Light was just perfect to wrap. And, and then the set ended, we were like, it's only
5: 10:30? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then the, it, it felt it, like you know, a, it could be a complete set. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: It, I mean, it felt like a complete set.
5: Yeah.
3: But it was still but like was felt... this
4: only. Right. Um, and yeah, great encore, four songs. Strange Design was really nice to see. I hadn't seen that wow. in a while. So uh was excited for that. Um, in fact, I wanted wow. to see my personal gaps on that. And it's uh, cause it's been 22 shows since they played it, I think. And for MSG. me, thir- I, you mm-hmm. know, I haven't seen it since 2009. So wow. I'm, oh,
5: wow. That's been a that while. Out. Yeah. I was also, thinking... I'm... Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Brian. I was just going to say yeah. that the end of Shine of Light, that guitar solo Trey, it just had some extra meat on it. He seemed to not want to stop. I mean, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I yeah, that the middle song... guitar
4: solo on that. It was kind of, it felt a little different, uh, but it was really good. Yeah.
5: Cool.
3: That song, like, I will never forget the mm-hmm. first time that they played that uh, at the Exile set. And, you know, we sometimes are guilty of, you know, accepting that the recovery, the health changes that Trey has been through are just kind of like, you know, they're, they're just, they they are where they are, but like go back to 2009, it was very, very like seeing him as healthy and as, and looking as, as good and as clean as possible as he did then. Um It felt incredibly special. And I remember the first time that they played that, like I I lost it. Like every, the first couple of times that they mm-hmm. played that song, I yeah. couldn't, I, I, I choked up and I think about like, ruby waves a song that was written at the depths of that struggle that he was going through and to now be played you know 15 years later and and just be a reliable set highlight in a moment of like accomplishment and achievement and then to end the set with shine a light throw light in there a song that was written as he was figuring his way out of all that darkness like there were a lot of really cool you know, lyrical moments that were fused with musical moments. Um, I thought from a musical standpoint, I got a text from a friend during the rise come together jam. They were like, this sounds like a light jam. And so then to like play light later in the show where you get kind of that bouncy Calypso, funky, spacey vibe that was going on. I don't know. It felt like I listened back to it this morning and that second set just it is one of those sets that you press play on Big Black Furry Creature from Mars because, A, it's a hilarious set two opener. It's the first time they've played it since Animal's Night. It's a cool spin on the song. Um, the set listing of going from that space to Carini feels brilliant to me in a lot of ways. I just I look at the set and I'm like, that is a masterclass in set listing featuring new songs, featuring old songs. You've got songs with a 29-show gap, 23-show gap. 46 show gaps so you're getting some rare moments in there where nothing feels predictable the jams are amazing it just it's a really really good set of music
4: it it's a it has an arc it goes from light I mean it goes completely from dark to light <laughs> totally like agree it literally just takes you over um, and the cream it's just, it's just the flow
2: of the show yeah, yeah. It's just the flow of the show it's just it's it's the one thing that they have gotten I think in the last five six seven years it's just they keep getting better and better at it i mean yeah like trey may not be able to absolutely rip Maze like like he did in 1996 but i mean he could put on on a hell of a show i'm
5: just saying you know
3: yeah
2: no
5: i I, challenge there's two this year that you can listen to that he fucking rips on (laughs) No. You, Sorry, man. that's my trigger will, point, Evan. You
3: will you will okay. die on whoa, whoa, you will die whoa. on the fast maze hill. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm in agreement with you, Evan. I think the thing that's really fascinating is like the way that they have shifted their approach to these very melodic, uh, lyrical type of musical moments that when they work best, like they did in this show it makes it something that stands both as a part of the whole career, but also as a testament to where they are right now. Um, RJ, if you were able to hear us from the middle of i 95s traffic, can you share with us your, your big highlight from set two?
0: Hanging out with Megan.
3: There it is. <laughs> well
5: said, sir. It was next level.
3: I'm so glad you guys got that. That's awesome. Great.
0: It was like one long jam. I mean, it was the whole thing was, it was great. I thought the second set was phenomenal.
3: It was an incredible, incredible second set. I uh, I'm I'm super into it and we have to celebrate one last time. This is our, our lasting highlight of the show, and this segment is sponsored by our very good friends at free. Fans for Racial Equality seeks to build an anti-racist live music scene and promote liberation through racial equity in the world at large by activating the collective power of our community. By facilitating thoughtful engagement around race and its intersection with other issues, Free empowers fans to challenge discrimination and systemic oppression wherever they see it. To get involved in Freeze education, outreach, and community partnership programs, you can sign up on the screen to volunteer at fansforracialequity.org. You can also share in the groove at the free table. During a show, they will be at every venue for the entirety of FISH's summer tour. So um, as we are looking back on this show overall here, Evan, what is, if we're five years from now, what do you think is the moment that we're listening to?
2: I mean, I know it's probably going to be everyone's answer. But, I mean, the rise come together. I, mean, I would have never thought in a million years that they would ever even come close to playing at 20 minutes. And especially the way the uh, jam went. I mean, that's just, that's I mean, it's going to be the uh, one thing, but I mean, I think that just the, the, I, I absolutely love the steam and it's the steam and the stash. I mean, I think I could do I could see myself listening to that again. And, several years as well um yeah it was just an awesome show and just as you said before me the the entire second set was just a freaking journey it was awesome so
3: i love it i love it i'm right there with you so everything we will be listening <laughs> to this everything, show everything. in five years. And actually that's an appropriate answer. Cause there's a lot of shows that we won't be listening to the full show of. If you want to say that we will be listening to this show in five years, that's a bold, but good statement. I like that. Um, everything. Jonathan, how about you? Do you have one moment? Or do you have everything?
4: I think it might be the steam stash steam. It's a unique mm-hmm. thing. It ain't going to happen again. It was it expertly executed. It was just, you know, yeah I, I think i think that's the thing like the, the jams are great the second set is amazing and you know i won't forget it i will go back to it but i think that even randos who weren't paying attention this year to this tour or this show in general will come across that and be like dude did you know have you heard the steam stash steam yes young man i was there that'll be the conversation <laughs> the
3: <process. clears throat> It kind of reminds me of the Maze, Shafty Maze from Burgettstown right. 2000. Like it's like you said, it's one of those things that will probably never happen again and it just it's so unique. How about you, Meg? What is your what is your 5 years from now lasting highlight?
5: Well, it's going to be one for me personally. I'm just going to put on this whole second set and remember how much fun I had and how I got to just enjoy a show for the first time with someone and just feel all those vibes. So, whole second oh, set. Wow
3: that's it yeah second set is going to be one of those things we we go back to i think i'm in agreement with all of you guys and i think based on the everything vibe they're going to play everything's right tonight at merriweather it's going to be a big (laughs) one it's going to be a good one that's that's my prediction i guess they played it just two shows ago so maybe on sunday who knows but um i i think i'm going with the rise i listened back to it in the moment i was like cool you guys are jamming out rise come together it's really good and then I was wow. like, I think that this is pretty good. And then I went back. It was the first thing I listened to. I texted the thread. And I was like, I can't believe the first thing I'm listening to from a show is Rise Come Together. And I <laughs> exactly. put it on. like right, after, right when the show posted, I put it on. And I was like, oh, my God. This, I drove in my car this morning to listen to it because that's like the ultimate test. Like, can this get you on a long drive? And I was just like, this is, this is it right here. I, the second set, whoo. But man, that that rise come together—that was something else. Um, Evan, thank you so much, man, for hanging with Appreciate us. Appreciate you guys,
2: y'all, you, y'all, y'all—the best. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, thank yeah,
3: you, dude. You look—you look, you look like you're you in a very idyllic place to re- to recover from last night's show, and we wish you the best as you do so.
2: Absolutely, hope to see you guys on tour, and I'll be tuning in soon. And have a good one, guys.
3: Thanks, awesome, Evan. man. We'll, we'll have you back on here shortly.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you.
3: Later, dude. All right, guys. Well, we are all home for tonight. You guys aren't going to Meriwether, so we're going to be hanging out, kicking it. Um, Any predictions ahead of tonight's tonight's show? Tweezer? It feels like it's better.
5: If,
4: If I don't get a long nap, I'm not making it through set two. That's my prediction. It's
3: a good prediction. It's a good prediction. Yeah, I um, might not
5: make it to set two either, and that might be a listening back in the morning kind of a situation for me. <laughs>
3: Shermith has I, tweezer as well.
4: I, I actually want to say for um, uh, Rick Silver out there, I don't. I bet you're not listening because you're on your way to the show. Uh, I hope you get your son of a mule, and no one hurts you for calling it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What a bold call! You're not at the show, so you can call son of a mule. Great job! He's on his way. Uh, I'm not going I'm not there. <laughs> Rustab says a big fat tweezer. None of this tweeze fest stuff. That is, I, I get what you're about. Oh, that's to. funny. Let's, I let's like to You know, there's a jam I've been listening back to that I don't hear a lot of people talking about. The tweezer from Alabama on five twenty nine. I'd encourage everyone out there listening, go give yourself 22 minutes today, maybe a good pair of headphones or a good pair of speakers. The last seven minutes of that jam blow my mind every time I listen to it. They can do something like that. If they can approach this big summer 2022 jamming, you know, like the disease, the wave of hope, the uh, rise come together, the uh, set your soul free to tweezer, man, this place is going to like this. Internet space, the roof at Merryweather, it's all going to lose itself. It's going to be crazy. So I, I've only been to Merriweather once. It is one of my favorite places to see fish. I saw one of my favorite fish shows of all time there. I feel very good about tonight's show. Just the vibe, the way that they're going into it. And we will be back tomorrow. We have some incredible guests tomorrow. We will have Alex... Huckerin from the Antelope Running Club, which I'm very, very excited to talk with him about. I've participated in the Antelope Running Club a couple of times. Super fun stuff. Listen to fish while run and shed some miles. I saw their banner a lot
4: yesterday. uh, Oh, nice. I was following some other people, so we didn't stop. But uh, I saw their banner out there.
3: Great people. Great cause. I Mm -hmm. love what they do. Um, And Sarah... Zidian Weber. I hope I pronounced everyone's name correctly. If not, you're going to tell me tomorrow before we go live, and I'll correct it. But we will have them on to recap night one at Meriwether. For now, I am going to let my co-hosts go and hopefully have the ability to take a snooze. I don't know what the significant others in your house are saying about you taking a snooze after seeing fish, but I'm, I'm hoping all you both are. am oh nice!
5: Alone. My I got a kids are at camp. Downstairs. My husband's in Florida. I'm oh wow. all alone. You got it. You got it's the house. It's like recovery style. dreams. That is
3: amazing. Well, thank you guys for sharing your thoughts on last night's show. It made it feel like I was there, even though I was hanging out here in Colorado where we end summer tour. Can't Mm. wait for that, but we're still in the midst of it. Everyone out there, take care. As Trey keeps saying, and I love that he's saying this, be safe, be well, be good to each other. We will see you back here tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. Later.
5: Bye, everyone.
4: See y'all.
2: no Forward,
5: by law. Plus. Terms and apply.
2: For this is the story of Whitney Houston.
5: This is the story of Kurt Cobain.
2: Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince.
5: It's a new podcast series.
2: About how they died, why they died. And while we're still talking about them so long after... It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than
5: that, because rock stars...
2: They tell us how we feel. They change our mood.
5: They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with.
2: The way we remember things.
5: It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're...
2: Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood.
5: And it's those moments we'll help you remember the ones you're thinking about right now.
2: That feeling...
5: That feeling feeling
2: it's coming soon
3: from crowd network
5: just search for death of a rock star on your podcast app
3: and subscribe now